Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. Today, uh, we're going to start looking at some things from the Lord's Prayer. Now, with this, again, we're looking at it from the standpoint of Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. And we found out last week, that, or we went over it again last week, that the word ecclesia, when Jesus used it in Matthew chapter 16, that he didn't pull in a Jewish term. He didn't pull in a religious term. He pulled in what, would, what many would consider a secular term. And the primary use of that term in Jesus' day was it was the name of the legislative body of the Greek city-states. So with that, the, the, what we've taken from that is legislative bodies determine culture. Legislative bodies determine culture. In other words, what Jesus was saying is, I'm going to build a group of people that will impact the culture. That's, that's what he had to mean. Because he was saying, and the gates of hell, because again, legislative bodies in ancient times typically met at the gates of the city. And if you would, in our culture, uh, obviously, you know, like let's take our nation. There are people who believe in God. There are people who do not. And all of them have agendas. All of them have agendas. And that's not wrong. Uh, if you don't have an agenda, then you're not being guided by a purpose. And so you have to have a purpose, and then your agenda should match your purpose. And with that, at those gates, at the point of the cultures clashing, at the point of what, what is actually going to influence the culture, hell has its representatives at the gates. Jesus is saying, I'm going to build a group to represent me at the gates. And his... Um, his statement, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. In other words, he expects us to win that battle. He expects us to prevail. Now, that's not a militaristic type of thing. Uh, we are ambassadors. We are diplomats, if you would, in the kingdom of God. And so what we do is we work to win over the hearts and the minds of people. And so when we're talking about that battle... We're, we're talking about a battle of ideas, a battle of ideas, a battle of concepts. And so with that, Jesus said he's, he plans on winning. <laughs> he plans on his ecclesia prevailing in that situation. Now, with this, let's understand what our objective is. I said that if you have a purpose then that creates an agenda for you. If you have a purpose, you, know, you have an agenda. Or at least you should develop an agenda based on your purpose. You know, 
football season. Uh, the purpose of the offense is to drive down the field and score. That's the purpose. And so they develop a playbook. They develop a game plan. Uh, they actually study the defense. Uh, they will actually run this play to set up this play and all those types of things. That is an agenda. They have an agenda. The, the purpose is to score the touchdown. If you would, with this, the Lord's Prayer gives us the purpose of the Ecclesia. The Lord's Prayer gives us the purpose of the Ecclesia. So let's go ahead and start reading Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from, e from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, let's go back to the beginning of this. Jesus told them, the, the disciples to pray in this manner. If you would, this is a model prayer. Uh, it has the components that God wants us to have. Nothing wrong with praying it by itself, but our prayer lives should reflect this. It should reflect the components of the Lord's Prayer. He starts off with our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And we could say a lot about that, but with talking about the Ecclesia, this next verse, verse 10, is critically important to understand. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, God is a king. Jesus is a king. God is seated on a throne. Jesus is seated on a throne. And if you would, the form of government that he has is that, if you would, of a monarchy. He is the king. Now, unlike human uh, monarchs, God empowers all of us because we're the family. We're a royal priesthood. Lord God. We are a kingdom of priests. We are the family of God. And so from that standpoint, it, it's, it's a different complex co concept than most people think of, well, he's the king and we're, you know, we're these lowly peons and peasants. No, you're the royal family. You are the royal family. Uh, stop acting like one of the peasants and stop, start acting like one of the family. But with this, he has a kingdom. And the statement that Jesus made here is, your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Now, let's ask ourselves a question. 
if the kingdom is entirely referencing the kingdom coming, I should say, if the kingdom coming is entirely referencing the millennial reign of Christ, when he comes back to the earth and sets foot on the earth, sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem, if that is the point of the kingdom coming, then there are a lot of dynamics in the Gospels when Jesus said the kingdom of God is at hand. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You see, the kingdom isn't just when Jesus returns to the earth and sets up rule on the earth. The kingdom is here now. And if you would, the kingdom rules in some places, and in some places there's rebellion. Let me say that again. The kingdom rules in some places. In other places, there's rebellion. Let's just break this down with people. You see, until you surrendered your heart and your life to Jesus, you were in rebellion to the kingdom. That's why the Bible says we were enemies. If you're in rebellion to the kingdom, then you're an enemy of the kingdom. Now, you might not have understood all the spiritual dynamics of that, but the bottom line is, is until we accepted Christ, we were in rebellion to the kingdom. That's what made us enemies. We were not working for the kingdom. We were actually working against the kingdom. We were not facilitating the will of God. We were enhancing that which was not his will. We were enemies of God. We were in rebellion to the kingdom. So if you would, what Jesus is teaching us to pray there, your kingdom come. He's talking about increasing the reign of the kingdom. If you would, reducing the areas that are in rebellion and increasing the areas that are submitted to the king. If you would, and I I understand uh, nobody's perfect, but if you would, every time we lead somebody to the Lord, the kingdom has just increased. An area of rebellion has come back into alignment with the king, and the kingdom has now come to that life. It is in alliance with the kingdom. Now, you know, we all make mistakes, and so with that we have to grow. But overall, our heart is toward God, and so the kingdom has come into our lives. And if you would, that's one of the reasons that the angels rejoice in heaven, because the kingdom is advancing. You know, later here in uh, Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom, if you would, and and his righteousness. If you would, seeking first the kingdom is we're to be looking to advance the kingdom of God. We're to be looking to advance the rule of God. 
We are to look to advance the areas that are submitted to him and turn those areas of rebellion into areas that have submitted to him. And, and that's why we're ambassadors. We're beseeching them to be reconciled to God. But it is an advancing of the kingdom. The kingdom and its advancement is the purpose of the ecclesia. The purpose of the ecclesia is to advance the kingdom of God. If you would, the purpose of the ecclesia is to increase the parts of the world that are in alignment with the kingdom. To increase the number of people, the number of organizations, because we've been given a ministry of reconciliation to bring things into alignment with God. That's our calling, is to bring things into alignment with God. That begins with people. In every situation, it begins with people. But even though I gave my heart to the Lord uh, when I was 11, if you would, there were things that I still had to learn so that I could be in alignment with God. Paul talks about it in Romans chapter 12, and he calls it the renewing of the mind so that we're not conformed to the part of the world that's in rebellion, but we're transformed and functioning the way the kingdom of God wants us to function. We are in alignment. We have reconciled with God in all areas of our life. That's our goal there. Advancing the kingdom of God is the purpose of the Ecclesia. God bless you. Join us again tomorrow. You've been listening to Ecclesia Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 3.1.2 Augusta Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augusta Seed online at AugustaSeed.com.